The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that decodes history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at a rather bizarre chapter in FBI history, the time when agents spent well over a year searching for the supposedly hidden meaning of a pop song. The day was May 17, 1965. After more than a year of investigation, the FBI laboratory delivered inconclusive results about the lyrics of the popular song Louie Louie. The lab had sought to determine whether the song included obscene messages, either secretly or overtly, as some members of the public had suggested. But even after a lengthy investigation, the FBI still couldn't say one way or the other. The Bureau's conclusion simply stated that, quote, the lyrics of the song on this record were not definitely determined by this laboratory examination. It was not possible to determine whether this recording is obscene. J. Edgar Hoover, the controversial director of the FBI at the time, chose some rather questionable targets for investigation during his tenure. Throughout the 1950s and 60s, his list of terrorists, spies, and communist sympathizers was expanded to include anti-war protesters, civil rights leaders, and even allegedly subversive entertainers. 
Beloved actor Charlie Chaplin was one unexpected target of Hoover's paranoid investigations, and even more ridiculously, so was the song Louie Louie. And just in case the tune isn't already running through your head, here's the version by the Kingsmen that the FBI obsessed over. The song and its controversial lyrics were originally written by R&B singer Richard Berry in 1955. Berry wanted to write a Calypso-style song patterned after the popular El Loco Cha-Cha by bandleader René Touzet. One night, while waiting backstage before a gig, Barry scribbled down the lyrics on a scrap of toilet paper. They tell a fairly straightforward story about a Jamaican sailor who longs to return home so he can reunite with his long-lost love. The song's first-person perspective was inspired by Frank Sinatra's take on One for My Baby and One More for the Road. So set him up, Joe. I got a little story. You ought to know. That song revolves around a customer wistfully explaining his troubles to a bartender named Joe, and the Louie in Louie Louie seems to fill much the same role. The words are a little easier to make out in the version Barry recorded in 1957, but because he wrote the lyrics using a pidgin English speech pattern, it can still be tough to follow without the words in front of you. Three nights and days, me sail the sea, me think of girl who constantly on the ship, I dream she there, I smell the rose in her hair. That problem was compounded in 1963 when a Portland garage rock band called The Kingsmen recorded their own version under less than ideal circumstances. For starters, the lead singer, Jack Eli, had blown his voice out during a show the night before. The boom mic was also hung so high in the studio that he had to stand on his tiptoes while singing. These factors resulted in vocals that sound somewhat faint and far away. The other problem with the final recording is that it wasn't meant to be the final recording. The band thought they had enough time to do a rehearsal run-through of the song, but when that turned out not to be the case, the first take wound up being the only one. So if you ever thought it sounded a little unpolished, that's because it is. Recording troubles aside, though, the Kingsman's take on the song turned out to be a massive hit, far more popular than Richard Berry's original. Once radio stations started playing it nationwide, rumors began to swirl that secret messages and dirty words were embedded in the song's unintelligible lyrics. To hear them, you simply had to play the record at a slower speed, or so the story went. At the time, urban legends like that were ascribed to all sorts of songs, perhaps most famously to those of the Beatles. 
There was rarely much truth to the rumors, but many kids and their parents believed differently. Once Louie Louie became a hit, kids across the U.S. started comparing notes about what they thought they heard in the song. Some of those kids' misheard lyrics then fell into the hands of their parents, who assumed those were the actual words. Outraged that their children had been exposed to such obscene material, some parents began writing letters to the Department of Justice and to the FBI, calling for a full-scale investigation. One such letter in the FBI's case files laments that, quote, The lyrics are so filthy that I cannot enclose them in this letter. I would like to see these people, the artists, the record company, and the promoters prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. We all know there is obscene material available for those who seek it, but when they start sneaking in this material, in the guise of the latest teenage rock and roll hit record, these morons have gone too far. How can we stamp out this menace? But worried parents weren't the only ones who accused Louie Louie of being a corrupting influence. Teachers, pastors, and even elected officials had concerns as well. In fact, the governor of Indiana actually banned the song from the radio in his state in 1964. By that point, the controversy was too big for the federal government to ignore. And so, in February of that year, the FBI set out to determine once and for all whether there were really hidden obscenities buried in Louie Louie. Now, to be fair, part of the FBI's job is to combat obscenity, especially with regard to minors. And if the song did contain coded messages of a sexual nature, that likely would have violated a federal code against the distribution of obscene material to minors. What's absurd is that the Bureau felt a full-blown investigation was needed to figure out if the rumors were true. You might assume an afternoon of careful listening would be enough to parse out what was really being said in the song, especially since a published version of the lyrics was available. But remember, the rumor was that the dirty messages could only be heard under certain conditions. That meant the FBI would need to test each and every variable. So, for the better part of a year and a half, Hoover's agents spent their days hunched over record players, straining to find secret messages in distorted variations of the song. A high number of agents were reportedly assigned to the project. They not only listened to the song at every speed imaginable, they also gathered statements from teenagers who had claimed to have cracked the song's code. Some agents even attended several of the Kingsman's concerts to see if the song's lyrics differed from the version on the album. The Kingsman's guitarist, Mike Mitchell, later recalled this surreal experience, saying, quote, J. Edgar Hoover felt we were corrupting the moral fiber of America's youth. The FBI guys came to our shows and they'd stand next to the speakers to see if we were singing anything off-color. It was a different time. The FBI never did find any evidence of obscenity in Louie Louie, though certainly not for a lack of trying. But the Bureau never explicitly cleared the song either, only going so far as to say it was, quote, unintelligible at any speed. In other words, after 15 months on the job, the FBI laboratory still couldn't say for certain whether Louie Louie was obscene or not. So, was it all a huge waste of time? Yes, by almost any measure. The only possible exception 
besides the story itself, are the wildly off-base transcriptions of what kids and the agents thought they heard in the lyrics. And thankfully, those are now declassified documents that anyone can read. For example, one of the actual lines from Louie Louie says, quote, On the ship, I dream she there, I smell the rose in her hair. But someone heard that line a little differently. Their version reads, quote, And on that chair, I lay her there, I felt my bone, ah, in her hair. So, as it turns out, it wasn't Richard Berry or the Kingsmen who had dirty minds. It was American middle schoolers, their parents, and apparently, the FBI. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you want to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, that's always nice. Or you can write to us directly at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.